Gochujang or red chili paste is a spicy, savory, and sweet fermented condiment popular in Korean cooking. It is naturally fermented over years in Changdok or clay pots on an elevated stone platform in the backyard. Luckily for us, we don't need years or a backyard Changdok to develop our Gochujang flavor. This episode definitely contains spoilers. Our gochujang is made of four distinct red peppers. Alex is the low-key gochu who thinks he's the next Steven Yun, but eh, you know. <laughs> Amanda is the sarcastic gochu who probably show off that she could watch these movies without subtitles. Michael is the professional gochu who is our own old boy. <laughs> Even mean. <laughs> And I, Chad, and the spices go to who's looking forward to this year's Korean Oscars Part 2. Together, we are the Gochujang Gang, four Korean Americans to talk about whatever you please. This time, we're talking about Minari. So we all watched the movie Minari beforehand, and now we're going to talk about it and review it. So take it away, Gochu Alex. I thought we were going to throw the dramatics yeah, first. Yeah. What for? <laughs> Jesus, not viewers. Wait, I thought you were going to throw it to... I, I oh, I was going to do that at the end. What? Why are we talking no, about no, that no, now? No, 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 right no, now, right no. Right now, right you now. Got, you got, so I think you said too much about the Mirai thing, too. <laughs> no, so, so you go like this, Chai. You, you, after you finish the whole intro thing, you say... So yeah, and then we have, we have you know, so talk about a bit about like our viewers and then, like, you know, throw it to, to Maddox and then Maddox will give a lowdown on there. Okay, and, well, know, thank our viewers. First of all, and then you can throw it back to you, and then you'll say, okay, so this week we're, we talk about Nidari, and then just throw it to me. You don't have to say that we all watched it. I can say that. Okay, first of all, okay, this is Chad talking. Um, I'm not doing <laughs> that again. So this is this is what we got. This is what we're gonna keep. <laughs> Second of all, all right. Second of all, uh, we got new mics. Can you guys tell? Uh, yeah, the mic no, is pretty clear. Just right? Throw it to me. Throw it to me, Chad. And uh, here we go. Out, this, now this is my alley oop from last time to Michael that's, Maddox. That's Hopefully, a good one too, Chad. Slam it down. I think, you, I think you should have mentioned the mic thing too. I'm not doing it over. Do it over. I'm not doing it over. Isn't it better if I don't do it over? Wasn't it funnier? Like, this is fine. We just have to cut out this home. Like it's kind of confusing. Right? Okay, fine. Yeah, okay, I'll start with okay. Together we are we. Fucking hell! <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. I'll, hey, I'll turn it up some more. Let's go. I, 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 Should we play a round of lol? <laughs> um, wait. So the first the, the introduction part was good, right? Just I gotta start with together. We are the Gochujang gang part. No, no, yeah. do, it, do it all over again. No, because we had reactions. Wow. We had genuine reactions there. Why uh, I, do... I got, I got, I'll do some better reactions. What the fuck? What? There's no way. <laughs> Let's go. Let's that go. doesn't make any sense. What do you think, Coach Amanda? I think you can do it from together. We're the Coach Jung gang. Yeah, right? <gasps> no, do it again. Come on, Chad. I got it. Come on. Right, I'll, I'll... WWBLD. Uh, huh? Uh, what would Bobby Lee do? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Our gochujang is made of four distinct red peppers. Alex is the low-key gochu who thinks he's the next Steven Yun, but eh, you know. No, I don't know. <laughs> What's that mean? 
<laughs> we did over for that. <laughs> Amanda is a sarcastic go-to who will probably show off with that she could watch these Korean movies without subtitles. I mean, we all can, though. <laughs> Michael is the professional go-to, who is our very own old boy. Don't <laughs> anything. I, oh my, okay. cool. And hi, Chad, and the spiciest go-to, who's looking forward to this year's Korean Oscars Part Two. Together, we are the Gochujang Gang, four Korean Americans who talk about whatever we please. Uh, Michael Maddox, we got numbers. Yeah, so uh, I just want to take a little second to thank all of our viewers. We have Listeners. some uh... <laughs> viewers. What? Done. <laughs> our listeners. All right. Um, we we got uh, quite a few uh, listeners from Michigan, Virginia, Florida, Illinois, and then even globally. See some uh, listeners in South Korea, Australia, Japan, Mexico. So it's just really Ooh. cool to see. Yeah, and you know, we just appreciate you taking the time to check out our podcast. And if you like what we're doing, just take the time and check out our Instagram or social media, follow us there, leave reviews, comments, and yeah, if you have any ideas of what you want us to do, yeah, it's feel free to share. Yeah, and give us I'm that five gonna... out of five ratings. <laughs> and I'm just gonna toss this back to uh go to Chad. Okay, yeah, so this week we're talking about the movie Minari, who's Alex is going to host this time. So go, take it away, Coach Alex. Uh, thank you, Coach Chad. First of all, I wanted to mention, some of us got new mics. So how do we sound? Hopefully we sound pretty clear. What the fuck? You took that from me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mention it, so I had to do it, okay? All right, okay. Let's, let's get into it. So yes, yeah, so we're talking about the new Korean-American film, Minari. So I think it released last year um, as part of the Sundance Film Festival. Where oh, it, it did. Won... So that means it's qualified for the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. It won, yes. um, it won the Grand Jury Prize and also the Audience Award. So it did pretty well there. Basically, it's a film about um, a simulation in the 1980s in America, specifically in Arkansas. Um, so basically, we have a Korean family, young Korean family that moves to Arkansas from California. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, what the it's hell? Arkansas. <laughs> it's like, I have to correct Alex several times when he says Illinois, too. Like, he says Illinois. <laughs> S at the end. So oh, yeah, Illinois. yes. I know, sorry, sorry. Like, I was going to let the one go, you know? But, but the second time, I couldn't really go. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that, there's an S at the end of these names. So, Illinois, Arkansas. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, all right. Thank, thank you. Go to Maddox and Amanda. Okay. So, yeah, they moved to Arkansas mm -hmm. in order to um, make a better life for themselves and for their kids. Basically, right now, um, as of today, it is 98% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes with 220 uh, reviews and has a 91% audience score. So both are pretty high. Um, usually this, is, uh, this indicates a really, really, really good film that people uh, really enjoyed watching. Yeah, because usually um, if it's like an indie movie and it's high on the credit side, it will be low on the audience side. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it, that happens a lot. And so yeah, it's a, it's a dramedy film, but I think there's a lot of comedy within it as well. You did, which say, I liked. You did say dramedy. What no, I didn't say comedy. You, you just said dramedy. And then, and then, <laughs> you like to say, but there's a lot of comedy in this film. 
say drama and then comedy. Okay, yeah. Sure. Oh, hold on. Let me let me let me dial it back. Okay. So yeah, that's why I liked it about it. So it kept it kind of like light, but it was also about a very important topic. Uh huh. So let's start um, talking a bit about the director. So we have Lee Isaac Chung. Um, so actually, he grew up in a sm- on a small rural farm in Lincoln, Arkansas. Huh. Oh. What do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the story is actually semi, what is it, autobiographical or? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you, do you usually enjoy these films that the director kind of injects their own story, their life story into? I mean, it's kind of obvious that he did. This is, why wouldn't he? When I saw this movie, yeah. I thought, yeah, the director probably grew up in some kind of rural area in America. Yeah. It definitely makes it easier to kind of come up with um, the script, right? If you're kind of drawing from your own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one issue he had, though, um, the director had, was that since he was telling this story from his point of view, even though he was probably like a child during this time, he, he's still telling the story from, it's supposed to be from like his parents' point of view, right? From the character um, Jacob that Steven Yun plays, um, and also from character Monica that Anya Dee plays. Um, so he's he's afraid that that he didn't get a lot of things right, or he might have missed some things that his parents might have went through that he didn't catch up, pick up on when he was a kid. But yeah, did anyone any of you notice that? Wait, so did he did he mention somewhere that he was? Yeah, so this is something he mentioned in, in an interview. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Really? No, I thought it was, I thought it was done pretty well. I thought he did. Yeah. She portrayed the parents' life pretty accurately, if not yeah. so better than the. At least better than the daughters. I mean, no wonder he, he was probably he was probably the kid, right? The little boy. That was his role. Yeah, that's why they yeah, focus so much on him. Yeah, but obviously it's not it's not you know hundred percent him, right? Just kind of loosely based off of of his childhood. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess it's also kind of hard for us to tell, right? Because we are not the parents. Also, we're the we're the children in this case. Mm-hmm. Like where like well, for me especially, like my parents came to America and they were the one who kind of had to basically figure out our ways in America for us to get the education and get assimilated to um, the American culture. So, I mean, I, I thought it was done pretty well, but I guess it's kind of hard to say. For mm-hmm. me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about the actors. So before we get to like the big names, uh, we can, we can start with some of the names that some of the American viewers might not be as familiar with. So we have the grandma, Yun Yeo Jung. Mm-hmm. Yun Yeo Jung. Yeah. So actually, she's pretty popular in Korea. She she comes out in a lot of pretty popular movies, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you guys think of her performance? I thought it was good. She's also in this, uh, what is it, like a variety show right now. Is it a and, cooking show? Uh, it's kind of cooking. It's called Yoon's Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, before, they, they have, like, several seasons of this. And before, they used to, like, go to a different country. And then they'll, like, rent out a place for, like, a week or two. And then... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they'll, like, cook Korean food and um, have, like, people there, like, come to the restaurant and, like, try Korean food and stuff. They but got be- the famous... Sorry. They got the famous... Korean actor too, right? Yeah, Park Seo Jun is in there. Mm, yeah. Lee Seo Jin is in there. Um, now Choi Woo Shik is in Yoonstay actually. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, because of COVID, because they can't travel, uh, so they found a place in Korea and they invited a couple non-Koreans who are 
in Korea, but they kind of came in the time of COVID, so they can't really get the good like Korean experience. So they kind of invited those people, and they're like basically like cooking meals for them and mm-hmm. having them like experience Korean culture. But yeah, uh, if you watch that, you can tell that she actually speaks pretty good English. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, because in the movie, it made it sound like she didn't. Like how good? Yeah. How good of English would you say she she can speak? Oh, I I think it's like really good actually. Really. Uh, mm. But yeah, I think she she mentioned in like a separate interview said that like like the director of the variety show have asked her to like speak English a little more, and she she says she's kind of embarrassed by it, so she doesn't watch like the shows herself. But she said that it's the English that she learned when she was in America. So I sounded like she was like one of the people, like early Koreans who immigrated to, yeah, to live in America and then something. And then she went back to Korea and like did her acting career. But so like she has that experience. I thought that was pretty cool too. Oh yeah. No wonder they got her. That's that's good casting. Actually, what I like about this movie too is that all the roles were like Korean people. Mm. Like the casting, the the stylist, the what is it, the clothing. Oh yeah, even mm-hmm. the editing was yeah. done by which uh, I, which yeah. I like. It's like it was so much better than those. What was that movie where it was um it was a minority movie and then like this they were really proud of it. Oh uh, Mulan. Oh yeah, Mulan. But then like mm. all the guys working on it were like white people, right? Yeah, fuck yeah. Mulan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Jesus. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck Mulan. Okay, Jesus. Oh, no. it's a horrible, oh, horrible, shitty movie. Oh Jesus my god. Jesus Christ! I didn't even watch it, and I know fuck Mulan. But it was so bad that but the cartoon, that the cartoon version, the cartoon again. Oh yeah, right after we watched the live re- or the real life version yeah. of Mulan, uh, we I, I had to watch the original. Yeah, the, the animated <laughs> version is good. Oh, yeah, yeah. The animated version is good, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I have really good memories about that. Back in the day when they had movie rentals, like that was the thing. Our dad would you always take us on Fridays to go to the the local movie rental store. And we would spend hours just walking around there, browsing the movies, and we'd always select Mulan. <laughs> I think we rented Mulan like five times. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Mulan can be like a whole other episode. Like, it was. <laughs> it's, it's funny it though was a because big disappointment. <laughs> you rented Mulan so many times, but like we owned so many Disney movies. I don't know why we just didn't own Mulan. Right. Mm. <laughs> so weird. Might as well I think it's because it. we wanted the excuse to kind of go out on Friday night to mm-hmm. go, like, you know, choose a movie. Mm. I mean, sometimes we got some new ones too. So, yeah. 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 Oh, man. I missed that. That was fun. All right. Enough talking about Chad's childhood history. Oh, yeah, I thought that's what people listen to. <laughs> Nobody cares about you, Chad. All I'm right. sorry. That was, that was harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I take that back. I'm keeping this in. <laughs> okay anyways going, yeah going back to what alex said about or was it no no chad, now i'm getting confused chad said this no 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 not that i'm convinced confusing you and chad because no. the mulan story was so long i forgot <laughs> i forgot who mentioned Wait, the clothing and the actors and oh stuff. no so yeah, going back to what Chad said, I like that they actually cast the Koreans. Yeah, me too. Who's, yeah, who speaks Korean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, right. Oh my god! Like you know, Kim's Convenience that that show. <laughs> oh my I, god! I, I fucking so hate that like, show. 
Another you know abomination. What? Oh, okay, yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah. I watched one episode, didn't finish it. The <laughs> casting is terrible. They don't have Korean people acting like Koreans, and when they do have Korean people acting like Koreans, their accent is so bad. Why do you have to? But that doesn't yeah. matter though, because the people are watching it. They yeah, don't know no. Korean. Yeah, it's that's what they're so making it bad. For. Oh my gosh, I don't even but know why it's so popular. Isn't that another issue where you have your friends who watch like a show like Kim's Convenience and then they go like, oh shit, this is a show that Chad would love because he's oh, Korean, yeah. you know? Or he would love to know that I watched it and loved it. Yeah. Next, uh, the next actor we got, okay, is Monica. Hmm. It's played by Han Yeri. Yeah. And so actually this is this is someone that Chad and I like a lot because she appears uh, in a lot of dramas uh, that we saw. Plus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he saw it too. Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Maddox saw it as well. And, yeah, yeah. Gee, gee, Maddox, Maddox yeah. loves her too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you, you didn't see her in other dramas. You just saw I don't her. care. <laughs> she was the best in Age of Youth, so I don't care. Oh, yeah, okay, so let's talk about uh, Age of Youth, which is what? No, 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 oh, that's, this is separate. Chong Chun Shida? It's, oh, it is wait. the best drama that you can watch. That will give you the feels of like you're your, your young little girl growing up. It's, it's so what good. I love that feeling to be like oh, that. Wow. <laughs> Chad, do you know that feeling? I love it. <laughs> yes. I, what, what do you, why do you think no, I... Oh, Chad, no, you don't know. You're a male, okay? You, you are a cis male. Okay? You don't know. I am a cis male, right. but I do love to like be uh, you know, encompassed in that feeling. I want, I want that feeling to be like that young, yeah, young, I, young I, girl. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't no, say... You don't chad no chad you can feel whatever you want to feel i we're you know we're very open okay sure you know? yeah <laughs> okay anyways that's a really good show i totally recommend watching it and she is one of the five friends and yeah she's good in it and she's good in this too she's well, really like good I, I will say it's like i feel like the casting director like saw that and was like i want that character in this movie it's like very 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 similar yeah she does play kind of similar roles like yeah uh, struggling yeah young person. she's the motherly figure she's very serious lots of concern on her face all the time oh but that's isn't that just her typecast well yeah. i mean if she's good at it i mean why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right i don't think it's really limiting her roles it's... yeah like when i saw this movie I think she was the highlight. She... Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Yeah, right. L- like, like all, all the reviews I saw were mainly on uh, Stephen and the grandma. Yeah, but I, I liked her the most. I, I think so. I did. I, did like, I liked uh, her the most too. It's not even biased. Like in in Chongchun Shida, she wasn't my favorite. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I thought she was really good. Like she made me feel all the pains that she was going through, and I I genuinely understood her point of view of like wanting to move away for the benefit of the family. Mm-hmm. But I also understood Stephen Young's character point of view too of him wanting to make him something of himself so yeah yeah all right nice nice okay so we also have the the, the two kids i actually didn't get their the actors names down i just have the, oh the the boy the, is named alan kim david and, david and ann the, the boy is alan kim and the girl is noel kate cho okay nice nice chad okay um i mean they did pretty well I, I don't know i don't have any other comments about them unless you guys do yeah, I thought they did well. Like their Koreans were pretty good. Like especially oh, the yeah. girl. Like yeah, yeah. her Korean was like really good. So it also kind of shows, right? Like, uh, like the younger boy, like his Korean is like a little. What do you say? Like little. Not as polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's probably them. lived in America a little longer and had less exposure to like. He's never been Korean, to Korea. Yeah, Korean language. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was also like pretty good. Um, but then was that acting or was that real? 
Oh, Ooh. what's the matter at that point? <laughs> <laughs> then he's a he's gonna grow out to be a very good actor. <laughs> I think they, yeah, they're good. Yeah, good features. I, I okay. felt bad for uh, for the daughter character because she, she didn't have much parts in this. She didn't have like a real struggle. To go yeah, through. yeah. They didn't yeah, really yeah. focus on her at all. It was definitely mainly from the boy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. But like with the focus on the struggle, like with the parent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we said at the beginning, you know, the director, um, Lee Isaac Chung, is mainly kind of based on his childhood. So it would kind of make sense that a lot of the focus is on, on the son as opposed to the daughter. Okay. Um, and so we also have Paul, who was played by Will Patton. Actually, so he's actually a pretty big name. I liked him in this film. Well, you can um, tell he was a big name because they did with Yoon Yo Jung and then they did and at the end yeah, with Will Patton. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So mm. they got some respect there. And so one comment I had though was that as a Korean American watching this film, I actually related more to the Korean family and kind of like the struggles they went to. Obviously, I didn't go through those struggles myself, but my parents and grandparents went through them. But just how they lived their life, I, I, I was able to kind of relate to more as opposed to how Paul or you know um david's friends family how they lived their life mm-hmm. or how the church people did i didn't really relate to those folks as much and i don't know if that is how you know you all felt as well or maybe some non-korean viewers would feel if they watched the film like is it less relatable in that as, as them interacting with like korean american immigrants or just like the americans living in like a small farm, Arkansas. <laughs> uh, no, so it's like how the Korean family, kind of how they lived off their life and how they interacted with each other. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a stark kind of difference from how David's friends, mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot his name, but him and his, his father, mm-hmm. and then how the, reaction, the interaction we saw there. Obviously, you know, not all white farm families in Arkansas yeah. are going to be like that. But Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they went like, and did like a very stereotypical what they would view like a small farm American, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that they, they did it. But I mean, obviously, it wasn't supposed to portray like general American population. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I'm trying to get at though is that I didn't really see the Yi family as like a foreign family. Yeah. It, to me, it just seems mm-hmm. so like an American mm-hmm. family, like maybe even my you know aunt's or uncle's family you know mm-hmm. but that basically i was just wondering if that's the kind of sense that you all had or other viewers would have yeah i had that feeling too of course i thought when i was watching the movie uh this was this is not set in modern times i thought in the 80s yeah it was very similar to how i would see like how mom and dad were probably raised in america when they came here in texas mm-hmm. uh, back in the the 70s mm-hmm and also, even then, even so, like, even, like, back when we were in sixth grade, it kind of reminded me then, too, of, like, how we were living in Arcadia, um, just our family in general, especially because mm-hmm. they had the the mom of the of the mom character, the grandma, mm-hmm. on her side come over. Just, like, how in our family, that's how we did it. Yeah. That's how it was, yeah, like, our, our family, mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. it, was, it was just a lot of similarities. It made me, it reminded me a lot about our parents and our family. So yeah, I think that like right when the movie started, it was very emotional just watching it. I got a little teary eyed. I won't, I won't lie. Just to see, wow. just to from the start, just from the start, just from the start to see the family move, move there and like start a new life. It just, I don't know, because mom and dad, they told me stories about how they lived in Korea um, back in the 60s when they were little kids. 
and they'll tell me these like really fun stories about or not fun but interesting stories about how like there's GIs and trucks driving by and like all the little Korean kids would run run after the trucks like yelling out chocolate chocolate and then they'll draw like throw chocolate at them and mm. I remember like <laughs> the mom made a joke that like dad would do that he would run after the GIs and yell out chocolate but the mom wouldn't but she's too cool for it or something <laughs> and, yeah but then yeah so it just reminded me of like just thinking about our parents being young and and moving to America uh and growing up there hey it was. It was emotional just to see that. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely had a lot of, like, things to relate with. Like, especially, well, I mean, obviously, I don't have a lot of memories of it because this was, like, very young. But when I see through pictures, like, I see my, my mom's mother. Like, she came to America when my brother and I were born to kind of help take care of us. So I thought that was, like, another thing. And also my aunt on my dad's side. So my dad's sister, um, their family immigrated to America and their assimilation to America, I think is kind of similar to like the story, like the family in Minari and that um, her family, like they had to start from scratch when they came to America. Right. So they, what they did was like, they printed like t-shirts and stuff and then they would travel to different flea markets across America and so the parents were absent a lot of times. So it was just like the siblings like kind of together and like the older, my older cousins like taking care of like the younger cousins and stuff. So I, th- I thought there were like a lot of similarities or like things like relatable to the movie. So mm. yeah, that was, it was, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about Maddox? You, what you about me? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, you know, like I, the children... And they're, you know, like, right in between, you know, being, you know, foreign and, you know, not. Yeah. And I, I think, like, the biggest thing is, like, the, the casual racism of the kids that, like, wasn't malicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he's like, you have, you have a flat face. I'm, I'm Thomas. Let's, do you want to come over to my house? You know? <laughs> like, but, like... <laughs> Like, like as a kid, I don't. I, I think I faced a little bit of bullying or like, like stuff like that. It, it died off like very, very, very quickly. I'd say like by the time I was like in first grade, it was non-existent. Wow, that's quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you guys can bring up. If it was did you feel. did you show him what's for? What? <laughs> Do you show him what's for? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, I I got my backpack thrown around when I was in first grade. Oh. I remember that piece of shit. I forget his name, but I don't know. You always remember his face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so... Ethan, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> A lot of anger. Sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like I've, that, I've yeah. had experience like that, too. No worries. I remember uh, yeah. one time in elementary school, we made these, like, model projects. Like, where you, like, pick a civilization and then you make play models. Mm-hmm. And I remember this, this one fucker. He threw his backpack at my model. I don't know if it's intentional or not. And he oh. completely ruined it. Wow. I don't remember yeah. his face, though, but, like, that fucking... Yeah, I remember him, too. He was kind of the joker of the class, this yeah. white kid. Anyways, before Chad interrupted me, I, I was going to say that um, <laughs> I actually really enjoyed that church scene. So, when I before I started watching the movie, I was expecting to see some, like, really harsh, um, racist mm, um, yeah, yeah. moments. Me too. And I was kind of yeah. kind of glad the film kind of, like, shied away from showing those. I mean, obviously, they're, they, you know, they probably did, you know, face racism. But I was kind of they didn't really make that the focus. Yeah, because yeah. it's, it's a little little tiresome. But then also in that in that scene though, I like how the kids 
kind of reacted to those really uh, to those uh, like racist moments. Like Max said, they were um, very innocent, right? The kids don't really know better. Obviously, it becomes an issue when like adults will will say the same things to you. They like you know, oh, like tell me if you hear something that's in your language, mm-hmm. and they start. Or your face is flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that was a really good like teaching moment for for kids on both sides. Mm-hmm. Well, so I don't, I don't know if this is something that stood out to you guys, but uh, in the church scene, when the mother was interacting with like the other females in the church, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Oh, like, she was saying, oh, my Korean isn't very good," and they were like, "No, no, no, my you're English, so oh, my sorry, <laughs> my, my English isn't very good," um, and they were like, "Oh, no, 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 you're so cute, isn't she so cute and stuff?" Mm-hmm. So that kind of like made me. I mean, it all kind of like goes back to it being small farm and they haven't really interacted with um non-american people non-white uh, americans not yeah so so yeah. i i guess yeah that that was something that also kind of stood out to me that i kind of like related to like how back in the days like people kind of viewed like asians or like they actually used to use the term like exotic and stuff different and it's like they're viewing it as like oh it's like nice but also like they're making that distinction right they're different yeah yeah like, yeah so obviously we saw too in that in that scene that mm-hmm. monica felt uncomfortable by that reaction the interaction because mm-hmm. later she said like oh let's just not go to church yeah. anymore mm-hmm. yeah. and so you know she obviously didn't feel like she fit in yeah and like amanda was saying there's this weird thing with asian or just any like minority person who if they speak english and they you know don't can't speak it perfectly then they're you know it's like oh it's so cute you know mm-hmm. like but then what you're really doing then is kind of like like you're kind of discrediting their english their americanness by you know saying that it just makes them cute when really they're just man fuck i don't know no no, no i i i get what you're saying don't like they're what are you doing? yeah like they're basically they're having to learn english to survive in america and so like what they are doing yeah like you said kind of like discrediting and like you're not really giving them um actually i give up too <laughs> I think this is a very deep topic okay but, then let's get know. into it <laughs> we can we can get back come come back to this i um i actually have like a topic for this later but let's go finally to jacob Who's played by Steven Yun. Stevie. Yeah, so I think we all love Steven. Uh, oh, right. Love, love. Oh, no, we don't. Understatement. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you remember? Okay, you remember the episode, K-pop episode, when I said, you know, I wish Yumida was my Nuna. Wow. Okay. Oh, you want Steven I Yun wish to be Steven your Yun was my young. Oh no, Alex. How does that make you feel? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really consider myself. Yeah, he's like, the same age. Young. Same. Okay, okay. Few minutes. Okay. Come on. I mean, it's just moments where I consider Alex my young when it's convenient, and then, yeah. then, <laughs> then there's yeah. moments where I don't. So you know. Okay. But then Steven Yeun, oh my God, he's so he's so cool. I love Steven Yeun because he is the representation of me, a Korean American, in, and like who lives in between Korea and America, and his work reflects that too, right? Like he yeah. was in Burning, which favorite movie? He was in Okja, not good, mm-hmm. but favorite director, and he was in, <laughs> he was in. Like like a French movie, another mm-hmm. Korean movie. So he's like he's he's the best of both worlds. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't go so far as to say he's the best of both worlds, but he's like the best at what he 
who he is. I'd say. Yeah, and he there's there's definitely a niche for him, like the Korean American male who's like mm-hmm. between like in his thirties. That's you. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. That's yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, wow. That's what I'm saying. He he represents us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but one thing that I think is really similar oh, and all, with, wait, wait, before with us and Steven Yeon is also he's very he's <laughs> very he's it. very. Do you his facial hair on point? Right. There's <laughs> some days where I don't I don't shave and I think I look in the mirror and it's like. That's Steven Young's hair right there. Okay, okay yeah. so do we need to redo the in- intro? Is it, is it, it should be Chad? The spice is, yeah. I actually did a shave today for, for this episode to look like more like Steven Young. I have the Steven Young hairstyle right now. All right, okay. Uh, take a selfie and we'll post it on Instagram. Oh, no. Oh, I don't see that Yen. shit. I see Chad's, Chad's uneven facial hair. Uh, okay, I was going to say, before Chad interrupted me again... <laughs> was that was that we're very similar um to Steven Yeun also in a, in our Korean. So yes. Our our Korean is not perfect, obviously, and I don't think we can say Steven Yeun's Korean is perfect either. No. Right? Um unfortunately, and, no. Yeah, even when we watching while I was watching this movie and all the other Korean movies he's in, it, it's a little like a little off, yeah. you know. No, no, that's why he was perfect in Burning. Because in, in yeah. Burning, mm-hmm. he plays like kind of like the Korean American mystery guy. Mm-hmm. So his yeah, his Korean yeah. doesn't need to be perfect. He was perfect yeah. in that. Like yeah, he was definitely pretty good. There. That movie. So is, this was, by the way, you should watch Burning. That movie's the best. And then okay. and and this Our... movie, he's supposed to like be like the Korean <laughs> Ajashi, right? Who's supposed to be like fluent in yes! Korean? Yes, Chad. Okay, I was gonna say that. He's, <laughs> yes. Okay, he was supposed to be like the Korean dad, right? In this movie. And his primary language that he's most comfortable with is supposed to be Korean. Yes. Yet, yet, that's not how we actually hear it as, right? Yeah, yeah. At times, he'll say some English words, and they seem, like, pretty spot-on perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. other times, other times he, like, he forces an accent on it, which so, yeah. so I was confused yeah. at times. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, did, I didn't notice from the beginning, like, that his Korean wasn't perfect. But I think kind of, like, they kind of made it up by casting other um, people who actually speak Korean well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it just it didn't stand out as much. You can still tell that his Korean is like Alex Chad levels Korean, which is not bad. No, it's not. It's no. not. We, we got some good Korean going. Yeah. All right. Wow, that sounded so okay. That sounded great. Great for you guys. <laughs> what is he trying to say? I don't know either, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't worry about it. All right. So, finally, let's talk about whether or not this movie, or I guess this film, is an American film. So, you've all probably heard about it, but Mirari is not allowed to compete for Best Picture in the Golden Globes, even though it stars an American, is directed by an American, and is produced by an American company. The reason, though, is because the rule is that a film needs at least 50% of the spoken words in English in order to be considered for the best picture. Otherwise, it will be placed inside the foreign language film category. Mm. So do we agree that this is a foreign language film? And, and what does that mean? So a lot of you know famous folks have already spoken out you know, saying that this is not right. By categorizing it as a foreign language film, you're basically saying it's just a non-American film. And I think, though, that the film was made for an American audience and the original language of the film is English. Yeah. Anytime we have the Korean, you know, we have we have a translation and it's all very 
like easily digestible for non-Korean American viewers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do y'all? What do y'all think? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, they're it's showing their experience in America, right? It's basically like they're kind of showing that American dream, like they came to America to start a new life, basically. So, I mean, like, obviously it's relatable for us, but I think they they made it easy so that the audience can, even if you don't have that experience, the audience can kind of, like, connect emotionally with the family Mm. and what they're going through. Yeah, if you think about it, Koreans in Korea, they... Okay, this is my opinion, and this is Chad talking. Koreans in Korea, they're not interested in watching this kind of movie, right? This is not going to hit home for them. This is not going to bring up some kind of emotions or connection that they have. This is mm-hmm. a movie made for Americans who maybe they have like some kind of relation with like relatives who moved to America and try to adjust to America and try to reach that American dream. This is not a, a movie for Korean Koreans. This is a movie for Korean Americans and Americans in general. Just because more than 50% of the movie is in Korean, that's that doesn't seem right. Yeah, I, I'd say it's an unfortunate rule. If if like they really wanted to qualify for Best Picture, then sure, the director, he could have rewrote the script so more of the Korean dialogue was written in English. But then I think that would also bring up an issue with the authenticity of the film. And also, a lot of the characters are supposed to have um, accents, you know, and so... Like, would people viewing that consider that American as well if, if they can't speak, you know, with a perfect accent? Isn't that like a lot of a lot of what we might have heard growing up or, mm. you know, heard here about our parents or our, our relatives is that, oh, we can't speak, you know, perfect English. Um, like, then, then what do you want them to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, do they want this to be a, like a Kim's convenience where like the Korean parents talk to each other in English? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. That would be really strange, yeah. It's a strange idea of like foreign language when what is foreign, you know, to America, you know, like, Mm. I mean, I guess English is the most common language, but as citizens of America, there's a much broader range of languages being spoken. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, what is foreign, you know, not English, you know, that does seem extremely limiting. I know the Oscars has foreign films, as in, you know, from a foreign origin, which makes a little bit more sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's just extremely strange because this is like an American tale. I mean, in the category, it does fit. I guess it is technically a foreign language film under their restrictions, but it it, it is a very American tale at its heart. So it's it's so strange seeing it, you know, kind of put on like cast side i guess mm-hmm. to, to put it. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean like they they focused on korean family but i i thought this was a story for all immigrants mm-hmm. like during that time mm-hmm. basically and there are so many immigrants in america so i feel like a lot of american population can relate to the family in the movie mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and i think by disregarding the film or because it's mainly in Korean is you're disregarding a lot of Americans who can't speak English. There's a lot of Americans who their primary language isn't English. Mm-hmm. Uh, our grandma was one of them, but she still went through a lot of the same struggles that the family in this film went to uh, when she immigrated to America. So it's, I think it's a, I mean, obviously following their rules, it's they're they're in the right, but it's, it's still a very bad decision, I'd say. And so kind of related, we have the film Parasite, 
Um, and so when Bong Joon-ho was uh, making this film, he didn't really have to consider the audience too much. It was made in Korea, you know, made for Koreans. But it still became big outside of Korea, right? As opposed to Mirari, the director Chung, he had to kind of consider the fact that his, his audience would be majority white, um, and if not, you know, it'd be you know a lot of Asian Americans watching, which is a very small viewer base in America. Mm-hmm. And so there's like another challenge I think that came with it in that sense. Um, so I mean, why is it though that this film maybe isn't getting as much viewership as Parasite? Mm. Well, I think. Like you said, Parasite was more like a more more of a story that was open for like the general population, whereas Minati focuses on like the immigrants mm-hmm. or like their the story of the family who immigrated. So I think it's just the limiting factor. Also. You gotta consider this with the production company is when you watch this movie and you see the A24, you automatically know that this is a movie, chat keywords, this movie is that's gonna be meaningful, impactful, <laughs> and deep, right? When you see that A24, the other movies from A24 is like The Killing of a Sacred Deer, Lady Bird, Eighth Grade, you know, they all have those kind of same elements of being, it's like a thinking mm-hmm. movie first and then entertaining movie latter. Whereas, Parasite is more like an entertaining movie that that's like with a thriller aspect that everybody can enjoy. Yeah, but my point is that even in Parasite, there's a lot of like cult- Korean cultural stuff that non-Korean American viewers wouldn't understand or non-Korean viewers worldwide wouldn't under- really get. <laughs> like what? This is a it's a class it's a class it's about movie about class difference. Yeah, like, like I don't know, like I'm not too familiar with like Korean social structure and stuff, and it, it wasn't too like foreign to me. You know the 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 sense of having these personal tutors in Korean. Or, yeah, that's you know, an art tutor. Yeah. We have like a the the ajima, right, who who helps the family cook and clean and stuff like that. That's right. not really stuff that that American families would normally experience. Yeah, I, um, I see what you mean. Uh, but I'm talking about how like Midari is was made for Americans to watch, yet it's not you know as popular as the film like Parasite. Oh. Mm. I think it's it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, well, I think it's also like the genre itself. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an A24 film. I mean, who who watched Lady Bird? Even though that was like nominated for Best Picture and it was pretty huge. Mm-hmm. How, how many of you guys watched Lady Bird? I know Alice watched I it. I didn't. Alice watched it watch because it. I dragged him to the theater to watch it with me. Okay? <laughs> See, I think I think that proves my point. Okay? It's just yeah. one of those movies where People, it's not a blockbuster movie. It's not a movie that people are mm-hmm. going to go out to to see. When you go to the theaters to these kind of movies, the people that you're going to see are like old white people <laughs> who like these artistic kind of movies, right? Well, I think I think oh, that's, that's like a generalization. Anyways, <laughs> it's it's okay. true though. Um, but I think it's also like the the visual effects, right? Like Minari, Minari, like their focus was just like this like trailer house and like small farm in Arkansas. But Parasite just had like, they built the house basically for for the movie. And there are just a lot of like visual effects and like little hidden, yeah, like hidden like meanings with the directing and stuff. So I think it kind of like adds to that layer of entertainment Whereas Minari just, it's it's supposed to be like a family movie. So yeah, I think it just like goes back to, it's like a different genre and like the general population just tends to go for something that's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
yeah i think yeah, yeah typical americans they like something with a little more flash than yeah i can see that i can see that but also there's the argument that we have some big american names on the film like steven young we have will Patton, right but then in a film like parasite i feel i'm pretty sure most americans didn't even know any of the actors before mm-hmm. watching the film yeah, yeah and then later it's like oh like the cast of parasite they win best actor you know it was like they still probably don't even know their names honestly mm-hmm. but but then that's, that's just like a side side note i want to mention are we talking about oscars oh uh, sure what, what, what about the oscars oh so like i already said in my opening that this is going to be a korean oscar part two which i believe it will be at least for steven young so yeah, i don't know if you guys remember but brad pitt he won an Oscar for Moonlight, but he was a, a executive producer. Yeah, he was a producer for this one so as he well. Was a, yeah, so he was a producer for this oh. one as well, which is very interesting. So, like, I think that's how Brad Pitt wins his Oscars now, is this speech <laughs> of, these, of these, like, hidden gems. Interesting. <laughs> like, I may work as hard, yeah. but he just produces movies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's yeah, still something <laughs> so then, This is much more. <laughs> so then, like, this is, okay, this is my prediction, or not just prediction, but this is what I want to see for this year's Oscar. I want to see Minari be nominated for Best Movie, Best Director, Best Actor, and, and also Best Actress. And I want to see... Oh, no, Supporting. The book was supporting. Yeah, yeah, okay. But then for the Stephen Young would be best actor, and then uh, okay, yeah, yeah, and then Han would be best supporting. I want, and then at the end, best picture. I want to see Minari win. I want to see Stephen Young get an Oscar for that because he was a just... producer too. I, he's not gonna win best actor. Okay, let's be frank. And then yeah. I want to see Brad Pitt there with them getting an Oscar right next to him. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but okay. I definitely think this movie should be considered. I I honestly haven't seen enough movies this year to. I mean, yeah, like what else? What against, else is gonna you know? win this year? Well, I don't know because I haven't seen you know just because of circumstances and whatnot. But I'm gonna say out of all the movies I've seen this year, this movie is by far the most powerful movie I've seen. Like it's, I'll be disappointed if it doesn't at least get nominated. And I mean, but you have to take into consideration like it's the most powerful to you. Wow. Yeah, no, no, it, it's true though, right? I'm an American. No, yeah, we kind of talked about this. It should, it like, it should be a powerful movie for all Americans, right? That's mm-hmm. what that's what I was trying to say earlier, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll leave we'll <laughs> leave the Oscar talk to that. Uh, is this? Yeah, it's hard to talk about the Oscars since we all haven't really watched a whole lot of movies in the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk a bit about the title, uh, Minari. Why do you guys think it was called Mirari? Yeah. All right, let's let's have Maddox yeah. say what he oh, thinks. Oh no 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 no! I, I'm I'm a good third option. <laughs> no, there are no third options in this yeah, podcast, yeah. Maddox. No, 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 third no, option. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm a good choice. third option here. <laughs> All right, doesn't matter. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay, let's Amanda. Why don't you start us off? Okay. Well, I think. The meaning of Minari was mentioned by Yoon Yeo-jong when yeah. she was picking the Minari at the creek, right? And also, yeah, can you tell us a bit about what Minari is? It's a vegetable. Or it's a root. Or it's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plant. <laughs> yeah, it's a leafy Yeah, it's a leafy plant um, that Koreans will use in, as one of the ingredients in like, many of the dishes. Like I, I really like the side dish, like minari muchim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, I'm online when I searched it, yeah, um, they would say that it's very similar to parsley. Mm, yeah, it has like a very distinct flavor and scent. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, like, some people might not like it because it has, like, a very, like, strong scent. But I think it's, like, very refreshing and it's really nice. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Yun Yeo-jong, or the grandma, says that, oh, this is, like, a, it's, it's basically, like, a weed, right? So it grows anywhere nicely. Um, so I think that kind of represent it's supposed to represent the immigrants mm-hmm. um, of moving to a different location, accumulating, assimilating to the culture, and also like putting down roots and then growing. So I I thought yeah that was that's what I got out of yeah that's definitely that. yeah I was gonna say that that's definitely it you hit it Amanda mm-hmm. that's it it's like it grows anywhere and it can thrive right that's what she said and then also yeah. it's healthy for you when you eat it. I saw it as like, you know, having immigrants in your community is like a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. And also like you, anywhere in America you go, like you'll find Korean Americans. They're everywhere. They're like weeds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chad's going to get a lot of flame now. For sure. <laughs> Calm down. Koreans, yeah. come on. You know, I'm so, joking. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So like literally at the end of the film, right? You know, what? It's Minari that is like kind of the saving grace of the farm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's just like, it's very showing. That's like just, you put all this effort in, you know, it went away, but it's just like this simple thing that his mother in law did that was kind of saved everything. Yeah. Like the, the creek, the Minari creek. It saves the family a few times, right? They they mm-hmm. go there to get some water when their water, you know, runs out. And later at the end, like you said, Stephen Young's character, he goes to pick Minari, um, mm-hmm. presumably to sell. So yeah, this kind of brings us to the next segment, Gochujang Recipe of the Week. Better segue than before. Yeah, yeah, that that was a good transition. Good job. But then the fact that we're mentioning is a good transition. (laughs) (laughs) So I was trying to, I was trying to find a recipe that you know uses both midari and also gochujang. Oh, I couldn't really find like a good one. There are some ones that you know folks probably wouldn't really know of, and maybe I haven't eaten a lot of. So I I chose a really popular one, which is tenjanjike with midari. Yeah. Amanda helped me with this. <laughs> okay. So yeah, tenjanjike is a pretty popular like stew mm-hmm. in Korean. In Korea, it's basically uh, soybean paste stew um, with like uh, tupu, which is tofu, uh, zucchini, onions. What else? We got some meat in there. You can, mm-hmm. you can have like clams, but also beef or pork. Yeah, uh, tenjanjike is like one of those like dishes where you can just kind of like throw in whatever you want mm-hmm. um to like for your taste but yeah minari is another like popular like ingredient that you can put in to like bring out a little more flavor yeah but yeah it also has i mean obviously so it has soybean paste and red pepper like red pepper flakes red chili paper pepper flakes. Oh, like, what you talking about? yeah and okay. I, I, well i mean so like this is yeah it, there's so many different ways that people make tenjang jjigae and mm-hmm. like the way that i do it is i do like two to one of soybean paste and gochujang mm-hmm. and then add in like the red chili flakes um at the end near the end but yeah, yeah it's pretty good yeah the one that good. Makes my I favorite had, <laughs> I, had it, I had it two days ago but it was a packet version Oh, I feel sorry for you. Well, Same I, thing, right? I don't have okay. someone to make me food, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on to another food-related topic. Woo, the transitions um, are hot. <laughs> <laughs> so in the film, uh, the viewers got a bit of a taste of Korean medicine. Tanya? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also a taste of American medicine, <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that mountain water. Mm. <laughs> mountain water. So, so yeah, Mountain Dew. Like, was that basically Jacob misinterpreting the name of the drink Mountain Dew? Oh, I no. don't know. That'd be kind of funny, but I don't think so. No? Okay. I was a little confused about that, though. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure if... Because you know how, like, sometimes, like, Koreans will use, like, glass bottles to, like store water or like other drinks and stuff mm-hmm. so i wasn't sure if it was actual like mountain dew or they were just using like the bottles for oh. like water i think it was actually oh. mountain- I, I think it was, was actually oh, yeah. Mountain yeah. Yeah. the kid, oh, okay. the kid would sure. know right know. the kid's not yeah. gonna drink bland water yeah oh, yeah okay i think i took it as like it was just like a thing that father and son had between them like you know mountain dew is like mountain water that's good for you i thought it was nice yeah yeah, and yeah. it passed on to like the grandma and the, and the grandson. Mm-hmm. It was a nice little little detail. Wow, I didn't get to drink Mountain Dew at that age. What would you drink? Like health stuff, like I think it's like evolved a lot since like the eighties. You know, yeah. So like back then, they just have like, yeah, it's good for you, whatever. You know, like now that's, it's that's like. Uh, yeah. Also, who's had hanyak before? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I say you can say I had it before. Yeah, I, I remember I, I had, like, almost the exact same reaction as that boy eating hanyak. Like, I did not want to eat it. Oh, oh. You, you peed in your grandma's cup? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see. Wow. That, that was so funny. I, I spit out my drink when I was watching that. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Anyways. The, well, the one scene that really stood out to me that was so Korean was when they showed the mom, like, fixing up the house. And she mm-hmm. put like these paper oh, covering in the drawers. That was so <laughs> Korean. Like that reminded me of like my grandma. Just so it, Korean thing to do. My mom still does that. Oh, yeah? Like when I go out to like our, our like Chicago home, like she still has like newspaper like papers uh-huh. and like those drawers in <laughs> the bottom of the drawers and stuff. Yeah. What, what is the I, reasoning I for that? Um, I think it's just for to suck up like moist moistness um in the air to kind of keep the clothes from being getting like too smelly or i don't know i thought it was a sanitary thing like you're having like a protective layer between the clothes or you know utensils or whatever it is you're putting in the jar Mm, yeah that well i mean if you think about it like newspapers like would you think that that's clean uh yeah no (laughs) (laughs) i think it's more of like a like a way to control like the moisture yeah because because actually amanda she does this here too and she put dog (laughs) potty pads in there wow that's extreme (laughs) okay yeah he really is talking about the moisture yeah So this, this so kind of shows how oh. Korean I am, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just wanted to say, did anybody have like a favorite line from the movie? Oh, okay. favorite line? Yeah. I mean, I had some lines that kind of broke me down in the scene after the doctor appointment, and they were staying out in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and the mom said that I can't do this anymore, mm-hmm. and then Stephen mm-hmm. Young's character said, "Oh, it's done," like that. Mm-hmm. 
was such a sad scene, so depressing, and I yeah, I was hoping that it wouldn't be. So well, I'm glad <laughs> at the end of the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, how it changed, but just that was a devastating scene. I, I really wish yeah. it went any a different way. Yeah. So when I was watching that scene, I actually for a second put myself in Stephen Young's shoes, and I know so he was trying to prove himself to his kids and his family, mm-hmm. right, that he could make it. I feel like at that point he already did prove himself, right? He yeah. was able to grow these green vegetables and then find somewhere he can sell them to. Mm-hmm. And so I think at that moment, if I was, if I were him, I would have been like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, it's done. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go through this anymore. You know, yeah. let's do what's best for mm-hmm. our right. family. Yeah, I thought, mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, I thought Stephen Young's character was too much of like a Korean man, like too man, mm-hmm. like manly, try to prove himself. Like throughout the whole movie, when the wife was saying things like, "Oh, like let's go back home, let's do the best for our family," I was agreeing mm-hmm. with her like all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Steve, yeah, I was like, Steve what are you doing? Just what's more important to you, your family, or trying to make it out on this farm and grow crops and make money this way?" I would, I would choose family all the time, even mm-hmm. if I had to check chicken butts like for the rest of my life. I don't well, know. I he, think he was I so think upset that- with that. <laughs> I think that was like the thing, right? Uh, it's probably like the main difference was Monica was thinking that it's it's no matter what, it's better to stay as a family. Whereas Jacob was kind of like, if we're just making this minimal wage, like if we can only get this like minimal wage job and not make a lot of money, then what's the point? Kind mm-hmm. of right, like. This isn't doing the family any good. So he he was he wanted to go for something big, and yeah. I think that's like a very common um, conflict in like the immigrant family. Um. Like in the beginning of the movie, like when they first like when Monica like came out of the car and saw the trailer house, and like her face. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I turned to Alex and I was like, "I'm not gonna live in a trailer." Oh, <laughs> no. Don't make me live in a trailer. Yeah. Wow, Don't even worry, for I Alice's dream of one of the farm. I want that here. Don't worry. <laughs> but then that's what made uh, Stephen Young's character admirable too, is that he wants to make it big by going all the way to the middle of nowhere yeah. to succeed in growing these crops. Yeah, People who don't have that kind of aspirations aren't going to be famous and rich, right? So No, I don't think I don't think he even wanted to make it like big. He yeah. just wanted it to be successful yeah. his, his his own reach. Mm-hmm. So... I actually kind of disagreed with Chad before um, when he said before that he agreed with Monica's decision to like try to do what's best for the family throughout the whole oh. film. Mm-hmm. So I was actually on like Stephen Young's oh. side mm-hmm. for like the first wow. maybe like three fourths of the film. Mm-hmm. I kind of understood what he was trying to do. Like even right now, like I'm working like a nine to five job, mm-hmm. and sure it pays well and whatever whatnot. I I still I wouldn't be happy. I just continue doing this all the way until i'm like 65 or right. whenever i wow. i retire okay okay what you're doing same as uh chicken six then gotcha right exactly uh, let's all google, like, google it, you listening what oh oh google you delete this segment <laughs> delete delete this is not a diss on google, google listening what can i google is like we got chicken butts <laughs> listening no so so but jacob though like He's at a point where other people consider him a master at sexing at chickens. <laughs> mm-hmm. do, do you really want that to be yeah. your highlight of your life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. He achieve, try to achieve something more. And it's also for the betterment of his family. But it was oh, at the point where... But is it? But it was actually, though. It was actually. It was. Because his it was son... At- 
got healthier. Oh my gosh! I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I mean, maybe he got healthier living out in the in the countryside or whatever. But but it was at the point though they were going to check up on the son's health and everything. You can see that Isaac was more invested or more concerned about his vegetables than his son. (laughs) I got confused because it's all like biblical names and like, anyways. (laughs) Yes. Jacob, he, he was more concerned about his own crops mm-hmm. than he was his son. And that's when I saw it was like starting to become a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is also like brings up a little bit of like what Koreans value. Koreans, I feel like. In your point, of, is, view. point of view. Oh, yeah, sorry. In, in my <laughs> point of view, Koreans, uh, they value their reputation. Mm. Right. So I think it was also like mentioned by Stephen Young in, in the movie it was saying that he doesn't want to be the father who's not successful or mm. I don't I don't know I don't I don't remember the exact wording but it was basically like he wants to be a better person for their kids someone that the kids can respect um, and I think that's like very common in Korean culture Korean parents they like my parents they think a lot about um the schools that you go to, like the jobs that you get and like the education that you get and stuff like that. So I think that also kind of like showed a little bit, like a little glimpse of Korean culture. Yeah. Um, but also like little stubbornness and uh, a kind of proudness in Korean things as like, because <laughs> he was pretty stubborn about growing Korean crops. Like yeah. he didn't, because he, he might have been a little more successful like just like doing like American crops, so, like it might have been easier too. See, yeah, um, but I, I I agree with his point, like of growing Korean crops, because I mean that's yeah that's a very Korean mindset to do. But like he has that Korean pride, but also he has yeah. he's searching for that niche too of growing Korean crops for Korean yeah. families in America. I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah, so, yeah. The way I saw it was even if he wasn't Korean, let's say he was a different kind of immigrant coming mm-hmm. in. I, I feel like he would be at a disadvantage just growing crops just for the mm, white American, mm-hmm. you know, palate. Because, like, I don't think he'd be able to find a grocer that would buy his crops. Mm, right? I, yeah. yeah, so this is more like, you know, the immigrant experience like we were talking about before. Mm. Like, any immigrant coming in, they probably would have stuck with something they're, they're comfortable with. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. That's true. I'm just going to go back around to, to my favorite line. In yeah, the I was about to, yeah, yeah, sorry. I was about to ask you. Uh, yeah. Was when Monica exclaimed, Go to Jung! Oh, yeah, and she got emotional about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was Go to Garu. Oh, it's Go to and Tin Oh, yeah. No, but still, it's still. Yeah, it's got it. My second favorite line was then when the grandma was asking about the gochu. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Uh, that's good though. It's on point. It's on. It's mm-hmm. on our, our mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, buddy. So it's time for. Wait, I didn't say my favorite line. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, geez. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't. I thought we didn't have one. You don't have a favorite line. I didn't really think of it. Oh, so. okay. Go ahead. My okay. mine was you can beep this out. But mine was with the high money playing gusto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that harmony is savage. Yeah, yeah. Real, I think that's like very typical like Korean harmony. That's all they kind of like that reminded me of like my harmony, like playing like wosto. Like it's a 
it's a swear word. Like it's <laughs> obviously like you shouldn't really say those in front of kids, but I think it's kind of like a like chingudan, like a friendly kind of. I, I, what do you say that like? What's like a? It's it's like a. It's not as severe as a lot yeah, of the other it's, words. Right. It's just kind of like it in her um, daily language. How would you translate chida in in English? Like I guess like shit or. What? No, no really? Isn't she more like a more severe version of we going then? I guess. Like, oh, you must be like joking. Like you fooling. Okay, yeah, you yeah, 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 kind of like that. Yeah, no, but like, I think that was like my favorite scene where like the high money was like playing with mm. the grandchildren, and like obviously the grandchildren don't know what they're going, what's going on uh-huh. at the game, and then the high money's like, oh, someday or whatever. I thought that was <laughs> okay. So I actually kind of related to that. I I also like the scene where David was at his friend's house. They're playing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the friend's like, "This is a great game." <laughs> yeah. yeah. What'd you think about that scene? Yeah, that was nice. I mean, it, was, it kind of reminded me it kind of, of felt also, forced. It, it, a little bit, but also, do you remember Chad when we were young, um, like eight years old or so? We we're playing Chinese checkers, mm. and uh-huh. it was it was Chad and I playing with a white friend. And then mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh, this is a great game." <laughs> I don't remember, but this, this we we need nice. a window. Uh-huh. So nice we had a Nice, oh, nice. Funny. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, also, like the in that in that scene when the when David was playing with the white friend, he he said like the I think he said either like or like yeah, Inoma, like Inoma or something. Yeah, like, yeah he was like, copying his grandma. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny too. Yeah, that's but... part of the ghost. I want to play Ghost Up with, with other Koreans and get that full experience. You oh, know? Amanda is really good. Oh, is we, she? We play sometimes and then I keep a tally. Wait, didn't, didn't you she... teach Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She's really good though still. Oh, she now she's got she good? Big. Oh, man. No, she is. She is yeah, she's yeah, good. We, we played. I played with Amanda and you when I was there, remember? Yeah, you bought us Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Because you I lost. lost. I lost on purpose. <laughs> so I can buy you wow, guys Chick-fil-A. Sure, sure. <laughs> Maddox already bought this up, but um, when Steven Young's character goes to the creek and he, he says that, oh, your harmony found a really good spot mm-hmm. or a really good place. Because mm-hmm. I think that kind of brought the whole story together and it showed that he didn't hold any, any like, resentment or anything towards the grandma for mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm so happy there wasn't a yelling at grandma scene. Like, oh my God. Like, I, I couldn't take it if there was. Uh, <laughs> yelling, yeah. yelling at grandma scene? Okay. Yeah, for like what she did. Like, yeah, oh yeah. I, I couldn't take it. No, but I, I'm that, so happy that, there wasn't. That line of your grandma found a nice place, I also thought... Steven Yun was talking, his character was just not just talking about the grandma, but about him and his family as well. Like how, because obviously afterwards his wife like accepted it and was okay with it because she was helping him search for water the American way. <laughs> and I thought it was more like him, Steven Yun was saying like, where we live now is good. Like we, we found a nice place to live. He was talking more to himself in that line. No, I don't think so. <laughs> really? Because I think it's more full circle if it was that that was the case. So from all of those experiences, Steven Yun hasn't changed his mind about yeah, exactly, that he, he made the right decision in moving to the farm. <laughs> no, like because now now after that, when he was saying that, that was after the scene of the fire scene. Or mm-hmm. the, and that's when he realized that his family is the most important thing of all. And so now he has, mm. now they're living for each other. They're helping each other, right? The wife is helping him mm-hmm. and he's helping the wife. 
So I think that's what he means by that. Now we found a good place is that we found each other in this area. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I definitely think what happened um, because the grandmas did save the family, right? Yeah. If it didn't happen, then like their problems would have continued on, and yeah. eventually they would have separated. Mm. Yeah, and like now that I think about it, like there's so many scenes that I liked in this movie. I I. I I also liked it in the beginning when they were searching for water, and then this American guy came and he was like, "Oh, it's like two fifty for water, or like three hundred for two, or whatever." Yeah, yeah. And then Steven is like, "Uh, we didn't, we didn't embody the It's a very Korean thing to say. Like, we need to use our like um, knowledge, our brain. Our brain yeah. yeah. But then, like, I was kind of disappointed at the end that they resorted back to like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, that was his growth. I think that, okay. it wasn't really disappointing. Is that legit, though? Water tuning? Oh, like, using God. water tuning uh, The divining? No, no, what, what's it called? Ah, oh, shit. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Sorry. It's legit, though? Yeah. I don't know. Is it legit? I didn't no. look it up. I, I, I to me, it, it sounds like it's a scam. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, but yeah. I, I like that scene at the end because it oh, showed... Oh, dousing, dousing. Dousing. Oh, yeah, dousing, dousing, yeah. I like that scene at the end because it showed that the wife was completely supporting him because she was there to, to witness it, but also how Steve Young, his character, was fully embracing the American culture and not mm. just rely on his like stubborn Koreanness to get things mm. done. It was a great scene. Mm. Okay, yeah, that made, made a good that, point. That yeah. made me feel completely at ease Like when I saw it. It was like, oh, everything's okay now he's mm-hmm. he's gonna live the american dream the american way but also have mm-hmm. his his background too with it it, it was a yeah good, I, I loved it all right i think we had a pretty good discussion so we can move on to one of our final segments jang 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 yeah yeah all right yeah so i i didn't i couldn't really think of a really good one to do this time Oh. Um, but I came up with something that actually Chad uh, mentioned earlier on in the episode is, which is all of Steven Yeun's kind of popular Korean or Korean American movies, which are this one, Minari, and there's Okja and Burning. So I don't know if Amanda and Maddox, if you watched all three of those movies or not. Did we watch Burning together? We did. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I watched them all. Oh, you watched Okja yeah. too? How about Maddox? My vote is uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> As Glenn. Uh... I mean, that's a good one, too. Oh, there was an amazing scene in Walking Dead where... What's the hillbilly's name with the bow and arrow? Daryl. Daryl. And, and and then his older brother? Merle. Merle? Yeah, Merle mm-hmm. said, that Chinese guy? And then like, Daryl says, he's not Chinese, he's Korean. Yeah. I, I was like, Wow. Yeah, yeah. Was, what, Glenn is, is that, that, what is that? Glenn is a groundbreaking role. Like he's Korean, it is. but like it's not like it doesn't define him. You know, it's just yeah. part of him. Uh, no, no, I, okay, okay, okay. Minari, I haven't seen him for two. Sorry, I'm sorry for derailing. Minari. <laughs> okay, Chad. Uh, burning. Amanda. Mm, it's hard. I think I think Minari. Yeah. Yeah. I also think Minari as well. Okay, wait. Is so, this is this best movie or like best Steven Young performance? Performance. Right? Oh, I was going off of like because if it's best performance, definitely Burning. But if it's best movie, then that's a little harder. I don't I feel like yeah. Burning. Burning oh. Steven Young wasn't the main focus. Yeah, I don't. I also agree too. The the role was pretty perfect, spot on for him. But yeah, I don't think it was as as an impactful role mm-hmm. as Minari's role. Yeah. Him. 
I, I just feel like Mirari, they kind of went off focus on the dad throughout the movie. And like even towards the end, you kind of like wondering, like, who's the center character of this movie? No, it's the well, dad. Because I've never even mentioned that the dad comes around like full circle and like, you know, starts to think more of his family. But and... A lot of times in the movie, it really focused on the son. Yeah, yeah, and it kind of lost. I felt like at those moments, like it was good to focus on the sun, but it, I, those moments, it kind of lost the focus. Mm, I don't know. I, For me, I thought it was mostly just like very. I was focused on all the family members and like what they're going through for all these experiences like throughout the mm. like assimilating to a new location um to a new country yeah because I, I thought they did a good job of showing like what the dad was going through and also what the mom was going through and also kind of what the grandma had to go through to come to america and like also like the kids growing up in this like under these like circumstances and so it was pretty well balanced all right let's move on then to ratings i'll go ahead and go first i give uh minari a four out of four i feel like i say this like every time but <laughs> it's something everyone should watch <laughs> something in there for everyone yeah it's definitely you said that before <laughs> yeah uh, go to amanda yeah i i i would give this four out of four yeah, I guess, like, when I first watched it, Alex asked me, like, how'd you like it? And I was like, oh, like, it was good. But, it's so, like, I wasn't really sure right after. But now that we were talking about it, there are so many scenes that I remember that are just, like, so memorable and very relatable. And I thought it was, like, very well directed and um, filmed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Go to Maddox. I'm going to say 3.75. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Nice. Oh, wow. Always going for the decimal oh. point. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean like it just like pacing wise and I had like some issues. I I actually didn't re- really like the portrayal of Paul's character as like kind of like over the top and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, but I mean but I mean 3.75 is still really good and stuff. And yeah, I'd still recommend it to anybody. Mm. Okay. Really? I thought uh Paul's portrayal was made what made his character so interesting. I mean, like I it was good for the most. It was good for the most part, but then like when like like his chanting and stuff, it was like ugh, it just like felt like off. Really, I never felt that when I saw it. I thought it was. I actually didn't feel that either. Yeah, okay, I, okay. I thought it was fine. Okay. I, 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 I actually thought mean, that's what gave him his charm. I don't know about any of the charm shit and whatever, but like it, we even see <laughs> that. Alex always that, do that? that other. <laughs> Other the other white Americans like when they see him, like even if they're kids, whatever they they see him as this weird guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, so it kind of makes us makes you think like, oh, so do we have to do do the white Americans have to be these weird kind of folks in order for them to get along with these Korean immigrants, or can Korean immigrants you know also get along with normal white folks? Mm. And then yeah. also it made me think because like I said I mentioned earlier that I related more with the Korean family, and then. This movie actually makes it easier to do that because of Paul's character, right? He's so kind of out there and he like has these superstitions or, you know, like Max said, chanting and stuff when like, which is more not like just not so mainstream American Mm -hmm. while like the Korean family just seemed a lot more American to me. But anyways, it's just like a minor, minor thing on my part. Like it's definitely like... For most people, like from what I saw, like reviews, they liked his performance. It just for me, it just didn't really hit home. That's just on me. Well, I give Minari uh, 
four out of four Minaris. Oh, oh I feel bad now. Um, <laughs> it's always Max. Yeah, I know it, isn't it? Like right from the opening, it hit the feels. Just the opening, just them driving to the trailer and seeing the trailer for the first time, uh, the trailer home, and then also just the whole movie was just so. There's so much meaning in the movie, and the ending was like perfect. I couldn't think of a better way to end it. Yeah, it's just just everything about it is just four to four minaris. Nice, nice. Yeah, and I feel like we had a pretty good discussion without spoiling too much, right? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like we talked about <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't go into too much detail, of like for like the plot and stuff. Okay. But yeah, we didn't reveal too much of like the comedy, and the comedy in this movie is really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty funny. I was, yeah. I was surprised by how funny it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they did a good job, like choosing the title. I feel like Minari isn't a very, it's not a very common plant or ingredient. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe it is common. I don't know. Maybe I just don't like know. outside of East Asia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I thought it was it was good. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you guys for participating in the discussion. Go to Chad, do you want to close it out? All right, Spicy Game. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Follow us everywhere on social media for the latest updates at Gochujang Gang and on Instagram at Gochujang underscore gang. And don't forget to try out this episode's Gochujang recipe dish, which was... Tenjanjige. All right, see you next time. Bye! Oh, Spicy!